0: Hello everyone and welcome to Middle Child Make Theatre, our podcast about the nuts and bolts of making theatre and running a company. I'm Paul Smith, Artistic Director, and most months I'll be chatting with one of our collaborators to get into the minutiae of theatre, demystifying how theatre is made across all areas. However, this month I've been busy making We Used to Be Closer Than This, our first live show in 18 months. So I'm going to hand over to Jenny who's been speaking to our latest guest. Enjoy.
1: We are on Queen's Gardens at the beautiful stage set up for We Used To Be Closer Than This which is a reunion in the sun, an evening of live cabaret and a celebration of togetherness and it is Middle Child's current show as part of Creative Hull um, which is a weekend programme um, to celebrate creativity and culture that Hull has to offer. Um, so today you might realise that I'm not Paul um, who does usually host this podcast. My name is Jenny, I'm a creative director, manager and producer based in Yorkshire and I'm currently working with Middle Child on their projects. So one of them is this wonderful podcast that you're listening to right now, um, where we sit with one of our many collaborators and talk about the nuts and bolts of theatre. And today I'm joined by James Fruer, who is a composer and musical director who is working on We Used to Be Closer Than This. So Fru, welcome. Hey. Um. Do you want to introduce yourself a little bit for our listeners?
0: Yeah, I am James Fruer and I'm a composer and musical director and I have worked with Middle Child since the beginning. Oh, I wow. think I've done... 20 odd shows Jeez. I think something like that yeah Aww. lots of lots of shows yeah. Um, so pre-pandemic which I'm sure will be spoken about later I uh, would usually spend half my year working with middle child and then freelance around the different projects brilliant
1: proper middle child proper middle <laughs> proper child
0: peripheries middle child,
1: peripheries middle child. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. so well um, middle child uh, hasn't made a show in over a year now because of yeah um, current conditions and this one is the first one back yeah Um, so yay about that but how has that been for you like
0: a breath of fresh air it's been it's been amazing it's been um just to get I was saying to my friend before I came to rehearse this that um I can't even imagine what it's like to have a lot of singers and drums in a room and that you know that would be sort of a an everyday occurrence mm, yeah pre pre-pandemic so it was it was amazing and there's just i think the most the biggest privilege i think i have in my job is when you write a song or you write um you know instrumental pieces when you hear other humans bring it to life and i think just remembering that this time has just has been amazing and um, it's just very overwhelming hearing what you've written on on a on a piano somewhere and Small room, yes. it gets transformed onto a big stage, so Brilliant. big big yes for that.
1: It's really good. And I've watched the show, we well, on our final show now, aren't we? We're yeah. waiting before that. And I mean, the audience reaction has been amazing. And um, like, it special, the show yeah. Is, yeah. it's been great. And it's the music is just so good, with oh, different genres you. in it as well. Yeah, lots of different genres, yeah, yeah. Well, so to, to um, for those who don't know what, what the music is, it's um, eight writers wrote lyrics?
0: So yeah, so the, the show was, uh, Middle Child commissioned eight writers um, to write lyrics about their experiences of lockdown. And they were given a brief of no more than that, only that it had to be four to six minutes. And that's all that happened. And usually we'd work quite closely with the writers and you know, in a room and all that sort of thing. But this is the first time we sort of haven't done that. And I just got a big PDF of lots of lyrics and so sort of had a chat with Paul and then we we just sort of went at it quite separately and that it's a really fun, different experience to do.
1: Yeah brilliant. because so, normally I mean so what happens normally in that process then?
0: We it depends on the writer whether they're you know, in the sort of bigger shows, if they are comfy doing lyrics they'll write and then Paul, myself and the writer will work together in a room usually making little edits, there'll be sort of little things that I look for from time to time. Um, or Paul has written lots of lyrics as well, so we're quite used to working together. So, th- yeah, it's been really good, but there's, it's quite interesting in terms of, there's lots of different, yeah, as you said, lots of different genres in this, and there's a couple, like, I think six of them are sort of, um, hello, we're, we're joined, <laughs> but we've got, a li- for the listeners, we've got a little football match happening next we to us. Yeah. <laughs> a Percy the Pig one by the looks of it, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah there's lots of different genres, um, and yeah, I think six of the tracks are sort of tracks as songs played straight through, mm-hmm. and then two of them we've done sort of quite similar oh dear, the, the result wasn't good. Oh, no. <laughs> it's a goal can't for help, the it's a goal help. for the away team. Um, <laughs> yeah, and uh, so and some of them are, two of them are in the style of uh, shows that we've done where we sort of fully underscore some text, mm. and then we might bring odd little strands of singing in. So we've sort of done that and that's been really nice to do because that's again been pretty traditional in terms of how Paul and I work. So it's fun for everyone I hope. Yeah, definitely different and and
1: it comes across really well. Um, So yeah, I know that's really interesting. Why don't you explain, because obviously you've you've done this before this show, you've you've, said you've worked with Middle Child and other things for a long time. Yeah. So how did you get into composing?
0: The honest answer Mm -hmm. is I was drunk at a house party. I don't know. If that's allowed. We've got a marketing manager next to us. It's allowed. It's allowed. I was <laughs> I was very drunk at a house party at university, um, and I'd got. I'd sort of always, you know, been in sort of uh, little indie bands or whatever uh, when I was younger. So I'd always sort of written songs, and then I was drunk at a house party. I just played bass on a, a drama show. I, did, I studied music, and sometimes they sort of cross pollinated. And um, at the party for that, someone went, "Oh, do you want to write some some music?" for the show I'm doing and I sort of went yeah in my sort of drunken state and then they were like oh can you conduct it i never conducted it at the time and I was like yeah yeah yeah, I could do that Mm -hmm. obviously confidence that was not usually instilled and then um, I got a phone call the next day saying do you actually want to do it and I said yes and I loved it I'd sort of always although I would never act although I perform a lot I would never act act now Um, but I did a lot of Acting when I was younger and like really really enjoyed that so it was like a perfect perfect synergy when it came and I just absolutely loved it and then I did a masters then for two years in conducting and composition okay. and then just spent my yeah it was for two years and just spent my entire time doing shows basically making lots of mistakes trying to get it right trying to learn the craft of it because it's a bit of a there's a bit it's not like normal songwriting, and it's not like writing normal. So there's a lot. Of, I think there's a bit of a craft in that. So that was quite nice having the freedom to be able to do that for two years.
1: Absolutely. And for, for those who don't know, um, what's the? For those who don't know, what what's the difference between conducting and composing?
0: Conducting is putting the music together, making it sound. Sound good hopefully um oft can be live, so the, the the traditional bit is waving a stick around keeping keeping people in time, making your bit your your job as a as a conductor is to interpret the music mm. i I guess would be the the best thing to say, saying composing is writing music, whether that be songs or oh, instrumentally
1: oh, brilliant um, and then yeah it, 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 how did you find middle child then what what drew you to middle child and... so
0: I played bass. The show that I was talking about, I played bass on, was a pantomime directed by uh, the AD, Paul Smith. Mm. And so we sort of met each other then. And then I think the summer where we all graduated, we all debunked to somewhere in the country to do a version of Twelfth Night Um, In yeah, we were all camping. We sort of made it in two weeks and we got on and then we all went to I did my masters, a lot of the middle child, a lot went to drama school or, you know, various variants of that. Mm-hmm. And then we, um, and we all sort of came back and we had an email in our inboxes saying middle has being formed. Paul was saying, I'm going to go to Holden and set up a theatre company is coming. And I thought, I've been in London for a bit and I was like, mm-hmm. eh, why not, let's do it. That's I'm, amazing. I'm young enough.
1: Oh, Brilliant. Well, you mentioned um, how you you used to act and being on stage as a, <laughs> a performer, very loose, <laughs> a very loose actor. Loose, uh, loose actor. <laughs> loose, <laughs> loose actor. <laughs> but on on this show, we see you actually on stage and performing, you're actually yeah. performing, yeah. Um, and you're part of the the group. I mean, I guess it's a slightly different show because it's a cabaret. There's not yeah acting. It's kind of like a, a it's gig. performing. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: I, I, I perform a lot. Like yeah, I like yeah. performing. Um, yeah.
1: yeah. Um, so is that is that normal? Is that a normality as a composer? As a it
0: depends. You know? Like I would. I'd say usually again, sort of pre pre pandemic, I would used to do two probably performing two shows a year out of maybe making ten, um, which I really enjoyed. I'd you know that's why this has been so special to come back on stage and you really get to feel it and do it. And then I've done the shows in 2019 that we did with Middle Child. I think I was we did another sort of cabaret thing called um, a show called All We Ever Wanted that we sort of toured around for ages, um, was in that singing, playing guitar and um, keys and that. Mm-hmm. And then and then sort of shows like Canary and the Crow, I just composed and then, do, I really enjoy doing a combination of both of them basically. Yeah,
1: definitely. It's really
0: useful when you're a performer as well, cause you know what everyone's going through on, Stage, yeah. so you can sort of do that side of it quite nicely as well. Yeah,
1: well, yeah, because I guess um, you work along that many different roles as a composer. Yeah, um, like obviously, you build that relationship with the actors, but what's it like kind of having to straddle like basically a lot of communication and collaboration with Are
0: you? S- MDing, or MDing particularly, is oh, I think the Olympics has come early here. We've had, fo- uh, we've uh, had football, there's some sprinters by <laughs> it's all very exciting here in Queen's Guns. Um What is it like straddling? It is takes a bit of getting used to because you sort of as particularly as musical director you fall under different departments like there's not a clear there's not a clear role because you're often you're certainly sort of directing the music side of it um, in the room but then you're you're sort of responsible for how it all sounds as well alongside a sound designer so you need to talk to the sound designer but then you'll often be working with the you know, the sound team in a theatre or a gig. So it's used, like, and there's definitely different ways of talking to, like, lots of different people. So you, I would say, for example, someone I was, who might be mixing the show, I would speak, everything's a lot quicker and a lot shorter. Whereas actors, there's just a different way of getting results out of people, I yeah, think. So it's, yeah.
1: Oh, brilliant. Well, yeah, so it's, it's, um, it's definitely multi-skilled. you um, work in theatre, various roles do have different, yeah, Responsibilities and communication, part. Sure. That's what I find really interesting about your role is that, and also the fact that I mean, you've been through the whole process. So this show for example, yeah, you're in the rehearsals from day one. are you written writing it? Here, yeah. and then you're in rehearsals and building that relationship with actors and the directors, and then you're on stage as a yeah. performer. But then obviously during tech, like you're yeah, stage. tech's weird. Years
0: and months are into lots of different people. Yeah, um, yeah. it's good, and also when you're on, it's really weird when you're on shows as an MD as well because you're you know in a more traditional setup you preview it and you get to your press night whatever and then you're just sort of as a creative left on the show and everyone else disappears that you've <laughs> been working with so you then build a new relationship but obviously you sort of you're often problem solving when stuff comes up after in like a month or two run so, absolutely
1: so 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 with that then are there any like key challenges that you could pinpoint that like stand out in your role like things that people really have to sort of yeah get through or get used to or
0: anything speed I think mean, working at speed is takes a lot of getting used to. I think it comes with communication, talking to different, you know, you, obviously in your job you come across people who aren't the same mindset as you and it's sort of, I guess the biggest challenge is working out how to speak to lots of different people. Um yeah, th- a lot of the a lot of it's yeah, just sort of communi- I was going to say politician but that's not fair. Like it's it's a sort of it's a weird job where you're sort of trying to keep everybody happy and all all the different all the different departments you sort of forget that you're doing the music bit sometimes because he's just sort of so on the other stuff which is why it has to be quite prepared
1: yeah and I guess um yeah is that is that something that you really have to get used to then
0: yeah it's taken a while and I think as you get older you get better at it. like I probably was very bad at it when I first started and now I think I'm alright but there's always room room to room to grow absolutely um, well, on
1: the other side of that then, what, what are the highlights, like what makes you love your job? What's what, what makes
0: it all worth it? I think what you can do is sort of, with live performance or music or theatre, I think you have it in your ability to change the world a little bit and if you do one show and it deeply affects someone, you've done your job. Even if it is one person, there is a show I did a few few years ago and um it was a Christmas show, and I'd sort of written like, and I was on stage in that one, we'd written like, or I'd written like this Pogues-esque sort of number to end it. And there was a a, a kid in the audience who was neurodivergent, and he hadn't spoken to a lot of people in his class, and there was a sort of final drop of the music, and the, the kid stood up, waved his hands in the air and cried, and you sort of go, yeah, it's, it's, it's quite a lot. And like, And this show is actually like, there's a couple of points where it's been, so I've had to get my head back into it because a few people have ooh, okay more A few people have um, been quite emotional to watch in the audience. I think it's hit, you know, the eight different perspectives are going to resonate with different people, and then you put a bit of music under it. Sometimes, especially if it's more sad, <laughs> um, but I think it is quite a joyous show. And I think that's why you do your job, right? You do you do your job because you think you can change stuff a little bit and you know we made the us against whatever that i've now remembered the title of <laughs> you know that we made that all about brexit when it was happening and that was it was that the, t- the show actually didn't comment particularly on a stance on brexit but just doing that at that time felt important and just trying to put you know kind a bit of kindness back into the world or things like that like you, you know yeah that's, that's the joy if you basically if your music affects someone in a deep way that great. that that's the best feeling yeah. ever right
1: definitely and what's just if I'm watching the show but you said emotional it is emotional and a lot of people that I've spoken to have seen it have fed back that it's like it's not a sad shirt, no but people are like it's uplifting like, yeah uplifting yeah. and it's like really that's like, why it's
0: sad that's why we cry it, it, it,
1: exactly it, it indicates Pixar, that people <laughs> <laughs> I mean it, it makes people realise that they it directly um yeah um, talks about how we are yeah. together right now yeah and it's insi- it's just and then the last song I can't remember what the lyric is is that it's, which one we used to be closer than this is yeah that we used to be closer than this it's well, the title what? <laughs> and then it's doing. there's a sort
0: of chant and we used to yeah. be closing this and it's uh, the final sort of refrain is um we're no longer alone That's and it's it. sort of like it's a really big sort of stompy yeah. thing and the music and
1: that. reflects that massively
0: um oh thank you I think. Yeah. So, yeah i hope so <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> well there you go yeah. <laughs> if you've done your job eh? <laughs>
0: yeah
1: yeah and finally then in the spirit of that what we were just talking about in the spirit of we used to be closer than this yeah. share, what is your message of hope for those listening who work in theater or are wanting to make theater
0: i think it's really important to keep making and writing and putting putting stuff into the world because i think as i said you can change stuff there will be opportunities to perform live and people need that now that you know just doing this show has proved that the you know I had a, a, a brief look on the social medias mm. earlier and the, the sort of main which you will be very yeah. af- very <laughs> a favorite and um, and it has been like i really needed that or mm. i have and i think it does and you you can make your point with art and i think i think basically you you're, you're going to be able to inspire people to do more in the world and i think that's really important that's
1: great Thank you so much. I think, um, yeah, I, I think a lot of people are, are very happy with the show and your you, your job is so important to shows like this as well, especially gig theatre. So it's really interesting to have the insight. Yeah, it's lovely to talk to you. From. So yeah, thank you, through, um, And good luck with the final performance. Thank you. Tonight Can't as wait. Well. It's
0: going to be a banger. It's
1: going to be great. Um, and yeah, I'll, I'll let Paul sign us off in the outro, which thank will come magically after this.
0: Thank you, Paul Smith. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this month's edition of Middle Child Make Theatre. We're always really keen to hear your feedback or your suggestions. So if you have any, please get in touch with us at ideas at middlechildtheatre.co.uk. Thanks so much and we look forward to talking to you again soon.